<laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Janita Stanton, and we have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams, and we are Tasari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast, where we talk all things real estate. And with us today, we have Marie Melissa Mo. Yeah, hi, hi. <laughs> did I say it right? You did, you did. Bellissimo, Bellissimo, put a little emphasis in it. Bellissimo, <laughs> Because your name is, what's your background? It's Italian. Okay. Yeah, and my mom gave me her last name. It's Italian. It's pretty awesome, we'll gotcha. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Cool. Thanks for coming. Excited. Yeah. So a little bit about you. Like, you know, who are you? Well, um, <laughs> Marie Bellissimo. Um, no, I am an estate sale manager. Um, I'm also a project manager for the company that I work with. I'm employed through Aaron's Estate Sales. Okay. Uh, we run estate sales throughout the metro Detroit, and um, we average about 10 sales a week. Um, going strong in the summertime, we were up to 12 sales a week, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm a state sale manager. I have a background in business and marketing degree. I went to Eastern Michigan University. Eastern? And, I did, yeah. did you? <laughs> did you I graduate did. Okay. or did you just go? I graduated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I walked. Right. I just waved to my no, mom. I just said, oh, I just said Everybody I know that went to Eastern didn't graduate. Eastern? That's yeah. true. Um, and hold on, that is See, not, yeah. hold on, that's no. not true. Hold on, let's stop. Hold on. That is not it's true. Like, it's so like, John went to U of M. Mm-hmm. Justin didn't even go to, he went to high school. No, I'm not talking about other <laughs> colleges. I'm saying every time somebody tell me they went to Eastern. Yeah, I better stop it. You don't get out of here. It's like a nine to ten ratio. Get out of here. <laughs> no <real>. way. <laughs> no way. Okay, anyway, right. we digress. So. Well, I, I will say Eastern's business school is on point. Top notch. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was great. I I did start off at U of M Dearborn, and their very their curriculum was very analytical statistical geared more towards like the numbers maybe if you wanted to do accounting things like that um whereas eastern i could really have control over my classes so i could take advertising marketing right. online marketing international business um i took a selling class which honestly i think like changed my life mm -hmm. and got me into the position that i'm in now and worked on those selling skills because it's all about your teacher too right um selling is like, if you can sell and you can learn how to sell, you can do anything with mm -hmm. it. It doesn't matter Next. what, you know, what position you're in, what what avenue you're going in towards. So, um, I really like that from, from Eastern. So, Boom. that was really cool. No. Right. <laughs> well, you know, but, let me tell you something. This is the, eight, you know, this is our later show. Yeah. So, I don't know, for some reason, we go, like, higher the later it gets. <laughs> <laughs> so, you might have to bear with us a little bit. It's all good. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Can you explain to us what an estate sale is? Sure. So, an estate sale is where um, a family member or a family, a household, whatnot, needs to liquefy their assets within the house. Um, and within their home, their belongings, their collection, um, basically their life's, literally their life's collection in a house that they've had that they need to liquidate their assets for whatever reason, whether someone passed away, whether they're downsizing, moving, that sort of thing. Um, so I'm that person that comes in and I run it from start to finish. Um, I guess I can kind of talk about the process of what how an estate sale goes. So. 
um, yeah, we our team goes in there and we look at the house from a whole, see what's in there. Is it worth to have an estate sale? Things like that. But a good fact to know about um, why estate sales even exist is that the average household typically has about ten to twenty thousand dollars worth of assets in their home. Whether it's anything from an actual collection of something to any of the items that are in your kitchen, bathrooms, right. bedrooms, furniture, you name it. You know, you add that all up and it can be, you know, ten to twenty thousand dollars depending on that's just minimum. Then you get right. into the nicer houses and, and people who have um, an eclectic of of whatever, whether it's really cool record collection or antiques right. or vintage. Um, people, some people just have some amazing furniture pieces that are worth a lot of money. So um, we go in there, we take a look at it, and then we basically stage the house from there because that's right. where the estate sale runs. Um, and you have the public that you invite to your house, to the, the house, and they come and they shop the sale. So it's like a basically a walk-in store in a house, which mm. is really cool. So we stage like it, that. we organize it, we make it pretty. We, you know, try to declutter it as much as we can. Sometimes we have <laughs> houses that we can't do that, right. but we work our magic. Um, yeah, and then I run the estate sale. I run the team. Um, there's a lot that goes into making an estate sale what it is. It's not. It, it's cool from an outsider's point of view where you just, like, come in and shop the sale and you just right. see everything, like, really nice displayed on the table and everything's priced and everything. But the amount of work and effort that goes into making that happen and making it look is is a lot of work, um, but it's a lot of fun, too. And if you have the right team and you know how to lead a team to do right. it properly and get it done efficiently, um, it can turn out to be a really great sale. So... So how do you like market an estate sale? What are what are what are some of the strategies you're using? So um, all on, thank God we live in a society right now where just <laughs> social media is right. it, right? So okay. all online marketing. Um, however, we do have physical signs that we put in the ground every single morning of an estate sale. Right. You'll see them on the corners throughout Metro Detroit. It'll say estate sale pointing this way, pointing that way. Right. Um, so we do that too, but um, we focus on all the social media channels, obviously Instagram, okay. Facebook. Um, we even do sometimes video walkthroughs on YouTube. Um, but there's also um, websites called estatesales.net.org.com, you name it, and you can, it's kind of like a Craigslist. You mm -hmm. just post it on there. You post all your photos, descriptions, things like right. that, and that's how we do it. And then you can advertise regionally. You can advertise locally within 50 miles, whatever the case may be. So depending on the sale, sometimes it is worth to um, market regionally. And most of my sales that I work um, are marketed regionally because we do have some really cool things that end up in that sale right. that we want to, you know, maybe sell outside of Metro Detroit. Mm. And I've had yeah. had people come from like Milwaukee or Chicago mm. and drive to my sales just to get an item that they wanted, that they're interested in. So that's really cool too. It really brings in a lot of people and working with the public too. So, so you're Ooh. talking about like antiques and collectibles. Yeah. Oh. Anything from antiques to collectibles to literally what's in your kitchen. Gotcha. Like a spoon. <laughs> like right. Right. like okay. your black and decker mixer. Like literally anything. Um, it is sellable basically. I could yeah. probably sell it. But the people coming from out of state are mm -hmm. coming in for what do they what do they mainly come in for? Mainly they come in for the antiques and the collectibles. Right. Um, I will say. Sometimes mm -hmm. furniture depends. I do get a lot of interior designers who who travel and they just mm. want some really cool pieces mm. um for their clients for themselves whatnot 
Um, but yeah, mainly the antiques, I would say, and the in the vintage items because vintage is back right now. That's for sure. So how do you determine what's an antique or a collectible? So an antique would be um, it's it's based on the time period. So like forty years in in pr up to present is usually considered vintage. Mm -hmm. So we're talking like. 1950s, 1960s, I would say 1960s and up is probably vintage. Anything okay. before that is um, antique. And okay. don't quote me on that. I might be a little bit mm -hmm. off on those. But um, obviously, like early 1900s, late 1800s, anything before that would be right. considered sure. antique. Yeah. Right. yeah. You can see the stuff I put in the shop. She had a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say this too, like a lot of investors, because we, we usually trash out a house. Right. Get rid so, of it all. <laughs> right. Because we're just trying to get in and fix it. Right. So a lot of times what I start looking at was before I trash this out, because most sellers, they don't, we're talking about sellers that just want to get, get out, out of a house that we're mm -hmm. buying as investors. They don't want to trash it out. They don't want to get rid of it. Maybe they inherited the property, but there's money in those homes. Mm -hmm. We did an estate sale on a property off of Grand River and Seven Mile, and they made 5000 the first day. Mm. There were like all these little, um, like, I don't know if they were antique or vintage, but they were all like little cartoon figures, G.I. Joe's mm. and that type mm -hmm. of thing. And I noticed, do you guys have like some of the same people coming back? For certain items, like Absolutely. you have a bunch of repeat customers, you really do get to learn your customers, right. and um, and honestly, this this job is all about networking and the connections that you make. Right. This is selling in general for sure, but once you meet a collector or even someone as simple as saying like, "Oh, I collect stamps" or "I collect GI Joes," right. take down their name, their phone number, and mm -hmm. boom! Like next yep. time you have it, you literally have a buyer, and they're there the next day to go pick it up. Right. So. Yeah, we definitely have that. And then for the with the company that I'm with, Aaron's Estate Sales, we have a VIP program where people pay monthly, $50 a month, and they get into our sales 15 minutes early hmm. before the sale starts on hmm. each sale day. And it is ruthless. Right. <laughs> it is like cutthroat. <laughs> These people are waiting out the door, waiting. They can't wait to get in. <laughs> They're like, where is this at? Where can I find this item? Where is that? How much is it? You know, mm -hmm. trying to get in on it. Right. Um, and they're mainly resellers. A lot of our, mm, our okay. VIPs yeah, are resellers, mm -hmm. not just collectors. Maybe they do collect for themselves too, but they reselling is a big thing, yeah. um, you know, that I would say like it's almost like 50 50, like mm -hmm. people right. buying for themselves and then resellers coming in to flip whatever mm -hmm. that item is. Right. So oh. it's like Black Friday. I'm curious every to, um, day, every weekend. <laughs> right. I'm curious to hear about the house that you're working on this week. I know we can't yeah. disclose because it's like, you know, some big time people <laughs> around here. But I would like to, you know, talk a little bit about the property, like the value of the property and, type, you know, what type of things. Um, were in the home that you've known because the sale is still going on. So, mm -hmm. like, what's been popular so far? Or, like, yeah, you know, maybe sure. what did somebody fight over so far or something <laughs> like that? Um, yeah, so I have a beautiful, um, it's like an early 1900s home that they've basically remodeled. Um, right. It's in um, Birmingham, which is awesome, like, right off of Maple and Southfield. So, right in like mm -hmm. the heart of Birmingham, mm -hmm. those big, beautiful houses. I think it's like a three, four million dollar house, mm. something like that. Yeah, they did a really good job um, mixing the old with the new. Um, totally like restored. It's 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 a stunning house. Um, 
And they have a couple of collectible pieces. Um, for example, for the furniture really is like a hot ticket item in that house. Um, and they have a dining room set in with the dining room chairs, the table, and the sideboard. It's about a fifty to seventy thousand dollars set, <laughs> and it is a um, reproduction of a um, furniture. It's called the Winterthur, which okay. is from the Dupont family, um, which is a estate in Den, uh, not Denmark, um, Delaware. Okay. And it's based this estate um, that this furniture is replicated from is basically in a museum now. It's an amazing, huge estate, um, walking grounds, you name it, and is kind of like French. Um, I believe it's it's a French descent. Um, so it is that antique, um, beautiful veneer, wood finish, um, just stunning. Like um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but like uh, what are they called? Uh, eagle legs like yeah. on the yeah. on the pedestals and marble top yeah. tables yeah. and just like Carpets. the intricate designs hand carved I mean just one of a kind pieces that you've never seen mm -hmm. so a couple of pieces in this home are one of the first of 50 production um, and there's only like a hundred of these made in the world so mm. we do come across these like specialty pieces that you literally can't find anywhere else they're either in museums or they're in big people's houses that right. you'll never see ever <laughs> right. again. <Sorry. laughs> um, quick question. So do people, um, do you just set the price or do people bid when they get there for certain items? So we do set the price. We take a lot of time to research things. Um, okay. There's a couple of different avenues that, that takes place when it comes to researching. So um, some pieces need an actual appraisal right. because mm. these these are amazing pieces. They're mm. worth fifty, twenty, forty thousand dollars, and obviously you don't want them to go for half of what they're mm. worth, right? right? So there are some pieces that do come in with an appraisal, um, and I'm personally working on getting my appraisal license mm. and working with the company to try to do that to become an appraiser and, and right. learn more of that. Um, so that's one thing that has that happens sometimes. And then the other thing is just what's the demand for that item? What's the market like right now? Things like that. And that kind of fluctuates the price. Um, there's a couple of apps that we use. There's one, a couple of them are called WorthPoint, Live Auctioneers, eBay, obviously, Google, Pinterest, Etsy, you name it, mm. all of them. Um, so a lot of that goes into it, looking at every single one. First dibs, cherish, I can go on and on. <laughs> right. There's a lot of them. But yeah, so it sets the price that way. Um, but we're really fair. So when you come to an estate sale, you're getting it, obviously, a used piece of furniture. Right. You're not, unless it's like brand new in the box, which is awesome if that happens. So we try to beat the price. If you can go find this item on eBay for X amount of dollars, we want to beat that price, right. you know. Mm -hmm. And we try to encourage people to shop local, shop small, and and help these families, like what whoever it may be, if you're in a million-dollar house or in, right. or in a single family home and they're just downsizing or, or they need to put their elderly family member into an assisted living and they need some money to generate. Mm -hmm. And this is why they're having a state sale. Mm -hmm. You know, we encourage people to like, hey, support this more than you can go support, gotcha. I don't know, Wayfair mm -hmm. or right. something else, you know. So when someone, um, so it sounds like instead of someone, because a lot of people would try to do this on their own, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, yeah. I'll just list everything. Yeah. They may actually mm -hmm. be leaving money on the table because they don't know the true value. Right. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So you guys do a lot of research to determine the market mm-hmm. value and the demand. Yeah, okay. absolutely. That okay. and like just our like we were talking about our re- returning customers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a huge following that just follow our our company because it's we're just right. no we're awesome. for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you know? do phenomenal work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, I mean I will say like we set my team sets the bar high when okay. they come into our estate sales. Like they know, oh, this is, you know, this is Aaron's estate sales. Marie is the one leading this. Like, right. you know, they do recognize that. Um, coming in and you do develop these relationships mm-hmm. with the, with the people and it's awesome it's it's an awesome learning experience too and to meet different people who collect different things and they educate you on them and they are not afraid to tell you what you did wrong right. when it comes <laughs> right. to pricing or right. this and that so yeah. no you had mentioned something you said the demand is there mm-hmm. like how do you determine demand in an estate you know sale like okay I've been getting a lot of requests for, I don't know, 1940s bassinets or something. Right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess it, it's really like the trends right now. So right now, vinyl is yeah, coming back. I've been it's collecting huge. vinyl. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like that, things like that. The vintage right now, like when, um, um, what's that show? The the 1960s business show that came out and they used all vintage. Oh, Mad Men. Yeah, 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 right. So, you know, when things like that come out and then everyone wants that type of furniture in their house and whatnot. So we call it mid-century modern, just mm-hmm. 50s and 60s furniture, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and originals, like anything that's original, anything that like you can't buy today because it's right. just not the same. Um, things like that and, and antique, like I said, antiques is just, antiques have been around forever, right? Mm-hmm. And so people sometimes are looking for specific things, um, for that. So yeah, I think that has to do with a lot of demand clothing wise. Um, but also just wanting kind of like the best in your house too. Right. Um, and they'll shop like the big sales for that. Like, if you go to a Birmingham sale, you know that you're about to find some William Sonoma in there or, right. or some Swarovski crystal or mm. whatever, you know what I mean? Down mm. to the knives in the drawers, like Wustoff knives, things like right. that. Those are the $75 knives that... that Dropping people... names. <laughs> so so you, you mentioned clothing as well. So this can mm-hmm. include, like, someone has a fur or they have some mm-hmm. vintage pieces or yeah. something like that, hats mm-hmm. and everything. So you guys include that as well as the furniture. Yeah. Literally, jewelry. I could sell your socks. Okay. <laughs> like, like, I'm no, curious but about things like that as far as, like, the furs and the leathers and this... Um, type of culture that we have right now where you know people don't really mm-hmm. you know they the kind vegans. of yeah <laughs> people kind of frown so i yeah. will admit i love you know it's bad but i i like the feel of a leather the smell because mm-hmm. i grew up you know my grandparents that's what they you yeah. know liked right, <laughs> right. but you yeah. know culture yeah. you know now it's it's not really like that so and that's this true yeah for sure and the one thing that I like about this job is reusing, reducing, and recycling. Right. You know, you're you're reusing a fur that was made obviously years and years and years ago, right? right? So you're not you're not contributing per se right. to the slaughterhouse of whatever to make that new leather, to make that new fur. So I think right. that's also 
um, plays a part in the demand of that too. So you're saying a person who may have that guilty pleasure, you know, <laughs> might want to shop in the steak <laughs> sale or right. something you know. <laughs> to make you feel a little and, bit, better, a little bit about about better about yourself. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Do you ever have a client? Because like even with houses, we get people to say, "Oh, this is." worth this because I did mm -hmm. this and it's only mm -hmm. valuable to them. Mm -hmm. How do you handle your clients that say, oh, well, I have this China set <laughs> and mm -hmm. they probably brought it like a serious or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you handle those clients and help them understand the true value of those? Yeah. Things? It's difficult sometimes, I will say, to to have to let somebody know that, hey, what you think is valuable is just right. not that valuable right. when it comes to monetary, you know? Right. Um, so that is a, a delicate situation. Um, but I tried to let them look at it from like the bigger thing of right. like, instead of focusing on this one China set, let's focus on the fact that we can clear out your house mm. potentially right. or what you're going to use this money towards, you know, this, maybe it's, it's worth, $600 when you bought it, but someone offers you 200 for it, yeah. you know what I mean? But like that 200 can get your estate sale to 2000 mm -hmm. like after you sell everything else or a couple thousand, things like that. So right. I, I try to make them look at it from the bigger point of view than Perfect. just honing on, on that that actual number. Right. I was um watching a designer, like, you know, a YouTube designer. Mm -hmm. um, and she, like, when she travels, she brings back, like, um, the cups or, like, China, you know, fine, fine china yeah. or something like that. So, like, that's one of her things. Like, I collect these cups and these saucers mm -hmm. and I put them in this cabinet. Do you ever see collections like that not be very valuable, even if a person is traveling, like, all around the world, bringing yeah. them back? Yeah, that does have um, teacups and saucers for sure. <laughs> you will see the china cabinet never sells. It's mm. the one thing that is always left um, at the end of the day. But yeah, that that happens um, sometimes. Like the old crystal, that's just like mm -hmm. the crystal bowls, the the candy dishes, things like that. Sometimes those just aren't as valuable anymore. Um, but you never know. You never mm. know that, like I said, someone could walk in one day at the estate sale and they do collect that and right. they'll buy all of it mm. if the price is right you mm. work with them and whatnot so there's literally a market for everybody at right. an estate sale um because there's all different things it's 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 always different in new location new house new items you right. know and new people walking in the door because of that mm. so right. i do th i it do think that's really cool to have those people come in and just be like you know so that means that it's, it's not just for rich people no not at all right. mm -hmm. yeah not at all yeah we yeah. have a um place right now i was telling um we're the one I was telling you about, telling Shaka that I wanted you to come by. And he's like, mm -hmm. oh, none of that stuff in there is worth anything. Right. <laughs> you never like, Which place is that? Uh, in Southfield. Well, the house. So, oh, yeah. The house I saw was. <laughs> I mean, she can, yeah, she can take a look at it. Janita <laughs> missed out on a lot of money Man. on party, though. So the house I saw, it was an $85,000 house. And they made $5,000 the first day on the estate sale. Mm -hmm. They made another $3,000 the next day. So they made like almost 10 percent of the house yep. value mm -hmm. on stuff that they were getting ready to throw away like i had yeah. already called yeah. the guy to do the clean out and mm -hmm. then i was like let me call an estate sale rep mm -hmm. because there was a lot of little things and i was like this may be worth something mm -hmm. i don't know but i told them i'll take all the vinyl <laughs> and i kept <laughs> I that so i just yeah. been collecting vinyl missed that about thirty thousand dollars 
Yeah. In vinyl or oh, no, 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 just look. So she had a house. I mean, the house she bought is a eighteen hundred house. Okay. <laughs> For real, no and, way. Yes, I can only imagine the things that. And that the house. man, the stuff that was in there, it right. was it was everything in there. But it was so I couldn't even go in there. She took me in there to look at it before she bought it. Right, it's dusty, I, it's dirty, no, it was damaged. It yeah. was dogs, it was yeah. dog piss everywhere. <laughs> yeah. This was this was yeah. bad. You know, what right? I mean? mm-hmm. I'm like for real. I had it when we went in there. I. I went in there for like three minutes. I did like a real quick three minute walkthrough, <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah. You know right. I mean? But um, I came back after she bought it, and I know we threw away. Right? <laughs> I know. I mean, it was. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a few things there that she might need to take a look at. But we threw the majority of the money away. Do you ever like restore items, or? Um, not necessarily. Okay. Um, we. It, <sighs> Yeah, that's a tough one. Not necessarily. Right. We try to spruce it up as much as possible. Okay. If it's worth it, we'll right. do what we can to it. Okay. Um, but people kind of like to dig. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like, the house doesn't... The house could be in disarray, and that does not deter people from showing up to wow. an estate sale. I promise you that. They right. will go through rap poop and right. and okay. everything. Like, not everybody will. Some people do three that, minute and walk yeah. out. Like, there's no, nothing wrong with that right. either, but... Um, they do like to look and dig for that treasure because Man. they're looking for a treasure. Right. They're looking for that one thing that's like, oh, this is gonna make me some money, and if I gotta do a little roll up my sleeves like and a get real to work, treasure hunt. Yeah. literally, wow. like the people yeah. on, the, on the beach, uh, yeah, looking for that. <laughs> 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 Never know. So, so what you recommend? So, for like us investors, we're buying properties. We go in normally, mm-hmm. we trash them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we start like sending photos and stuff? To our Absolutely. estate sale rep, say, hey, Absolutely. this is what we got. I would, do, like, honestly, even just, like, a quick FaceTime with me, mm-hmm. like, I would be able to Sweet. be like, all right, this looks like something, go closer, no, this, no, you know what I mean? Mm, like, right. And I, it's usually valuable to do an estate sale if you have at a minimum, I would say, of $6,000 worth of sales that right. you can do. Um, and then anything over that is most likely going to be profit because right. when you're working with an estate sale, obviously there's going to be a commission involved. Sometimes right. it's a 50, 50 split, 60, 40, 70, 30. Um, kind of every, every business is different and every right. estate sale is different. Um, so, but obviously the more that the client can make, the more that they get to keep sort right. of thing. So, but yeah, you, you just never know. So let's say I'm in a house and there's tons of stuff and you determine well there's only four items in here that we can sell Mm -hmm. will you take those items and help us sell them or sell them somewhere else maybe include them in another estate sale yeah that could always be a possibility absolutely um also we have um well i have networks to auction houses and that's also a thing too so if it is something that would be worthy enough to go into an auction. That's right. also an avenue as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, even just to list it for you online right. is is not. It it takes the time off of your hands to do right. it. You know what I mean? Just just so you can get something back out of it. You know, you never know. Okay. But, I guess that brings. So, what's the typical cost uh, or a cost to a homeowner that's trying to sell some stuff? So the typical cost, I would say, like you're ter- in terms of like commissioning contract, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, so typically, 
what I've noticed in Metro Detroit is usually at first 50-50 split. Okay. Um, also, what kind of goes into that too sometimes is the setup fee. So if we right. go into a house and it's a hoarder house mm -hmm. and it's been right. a hoarder house for 30 years, mm -hmm. it's going to take our team a long time right. to get through that. A long time, I'm talking like three days. Like mm -hmm. we can right. do a hoarder house within eight hours a day, 10 hours, 10, 10 hour days and do get it done in three days. Oh. I've seen my team do it. It's mm. pretty wild. Um, so there's a setup fee that goes involved that it's involved with it. Um, but if it's, you know, not as bad of a situation like that, then that can fluctuate. Right. Um, and then the, also another cost to look out for, um, in a state sale is a clean out, like you were saying. So right. where people come in or a team comes in and they just discard everything out of the house for you, right. they sometimes sweep the floors, vacuum them, and then yeah. you're ready to get your, your photographer in there to start taking photos of the house right. or the new owners are ready to hand over the keys. And that's usually the case with me is that the house has already been listed. It's pending. New owners are literally waiting to get in on Monday when my right. sale ends on Sunday. So... Sweet. That's also a thing. So, so how do you, so what do you do? So the house that we explained, like, I need this, that, it was, no, I'm not lying. It was yeah. literally, uh, <laughs> like, dogs and uh, cats house. and yeah. uh, rabbits. mice and ra rabbits. <laughs> it was one, it was worthy of one of those TV shows. Yes. The hoarder shows. I'm, it I'm was. Not lying. So I'm, you know, I'm a contractor, I so I can go people. in a lot of stuff. Right. I've been in a lot of stuff, but this right. one right but here is one. one I can do. <laughs> So there, how there's been it? times that we had to turn away. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes mm. you just can't do it. Sometimes mm. it's, you know, it's it's too far gone. Right. And it's not safe for letting the public in there. Right. Um, however, that's very slim because right. there's money. Right. <laughs> At the end of the right. day, there's if there's money in there, yep. should we make it work? Yep. You know, there's so you send shit. six people in there, right. you lead a team. So, like, if I was in there with my team, I would probably have six team members under me, me being the manager. And... What we do is we start in one room and we pull everything out of that room, whether we put it on the front lawn, whatever, right. and then you put it back. You put your mm. tables in and then you stack it and you stage it from there. Mm. Um, and you work room by room by room. You don't leave a room until you finish a room, basically. Right. And that's how the process gets done. And that's how we can do it efficiently. Janina literally left our $30,000. <laughs> I'm sorry for like making you feel better. Right. It was vintage everything. For real. It was yeah. nasty as hell. But it was vintage everything. Everything. Wow. No, vintage or vintage. Yeah, antique, the, vintage. Yeah. Hold on, which one is the older? Antique. Oh, it was yeah. antique right. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like early antique 1900s. Right. So, a, so yeah. when we came to this house, this was this happened right during the pandemic. Right. We actually had a, uh, when people found out that that house was going to get remodeled, right. we had a, a film crew came came over there. They wanted to film everything. Wow. In the middle of the pandemic. Well, anytime a film crew come, that's you money. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You supposed to know that. This was the first. Uh, what were they filming? They wanted to film the, the restoration. Okay. What she's doing to the house. Okay, mm -hmm. I, see. I see. Um, this was like a eighteen hundred. I think this. So, I, I had uh, people come over there. Right. I don't want to talk about it because I mean, <laughs> did you Google, did this, you Google the address? But listen, have some like. Yeah, I did. This is Janita. So she's uh. She's moving it, so it's no longer the same house anymore. It's right. way different, right? Oh, okay. But this, so it's the house she's moving in. But 
you know, this we thought this was a haunted house. Oh wow. It probably was. Right. <laughs> no, if you go on down that's river, probably why uh, yeah. if yeah, if you go on down river, it's like down river and friends. Yeah. They they are there right. everybody is like going crazy on everybody. the website. Yeah. Because or it's like on Facebook group. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, that old haunted house. Every so right. I have everybody at home deep. You know, I know everybody down there, yeah. right? So all the home, everybody's telling me about the house. Man. So we demoing. Right. That's when you know there's real good stuff what? in there. Yeah. That's how I know. All the haunted houses so, that we've had, right. the craziest the stuff is in The basement was about 20000 and then everything <laughs> else was about ten. Right. Wow. But, so that could have funded part of the rehab. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. you know what? If we would have known you, so we we, we never even, because the we first thing we do when we get in there is find out who's going to go in there and clear out everything in there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. All the value. She had, like, uh, all the encyclopedias. Um, mm. Yeah, too much stuff in there. She yeah, had pictures stuff, but it was people. like this big. It was photos inside the walls. Wow. Of, of like, <laughs> man, I don't even know what this. What I'm, I feel hospital. like my VIPs are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be man, like, oh my we, God. They yeah. pull those right. They're going to be like, out of the wall mm-hmm. and they'd be like, this is gold. Literally. Inside the wall. Yeah, I Scared that. the shit out of me. No, right. when I, when they, so I can't. Like, they brought me the photo. I'm like, right. I don't want to see it. Right. No, no, no. The they, old photos when they, nobody they, they, smiled. When they opened, no, no, that no, was no, no. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. This was a. This was a. The uh, one, the family picture where they yeah, was on the porch. They yeah. was happy. Was they? Yeah. That scared the me. I was thinking it was. It scared me. It was like, man, you know what? I don't even want to go in there. As a matter of fact, I won't even go in there after. If nobody's in there, I'm not going in there. Wow, and, and if uh, if it's dark, I'm not going in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, no, this is for real. But I know yeah. that this was a uh, people were saying that like somebody at the end of the at night looks outside of the window. It was all. This should have been houses. a Hollywood. This, I ride uh, past this house every every, no. every. I live next door to the house. Yeah, you ride. You ride past. <laughs> no, it. I used to. She knew though. She knew to the area. Right. These people have been here forever. Right. They I've been know. Since right. 2013. No. What are you talking about? That's what? new. You what? 2013. What? Yeah, these That's people new. have been here since. You, this is an 1800 house. Yeah, this house. Uh, these people have been here forever. They way older than you. They everybody that was That's at where home the McCoy was, stayed. Yeah. Hmm? Huh? The McCoy stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's crazy though. They know the names of the people that stayed there. Actually, that was a mental asylum. Yeah, okay. it, it was, was a hospital. Oh, yeah, no. it was a nursing. Oh it was a nursing. This should have been yeah. a Halloween show. <laughs> it, right. <laughs> but it don't have the same that thing. That alone no, is just yeah, great. Well, yeah. So what, right. this is what I did. So I knew I know the family mm-hmm. who are the owners of the house. And I have heard their personal stories about different things. Mm-hmm. or whatever and then I got like the history from the daughter mm. um, you know who's, who's the person who sold me the house and things like that and mm. what I had to do was before everything was out of the house and the dust settled I stood in there by myself with nobody else because I needed to feel the energy stood where? inside the house where? In the where at any place the upstairs the downstairs the basement you I go upstairs? all over the house Did by you myself yeah. some sage? Not yet. I planned on, on it. She That's was here. She, I know she was she here. Got, no, I was, I was at first, but now, like, I'll go over there tonight. Yeah, I'll go there tonight. I'll go in the basement. She got the story that they wanted you to hear because no, you was buying the, it. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, no. Right. So, the, the young, um, the grandson, he would not enter the house. He was like... Um, we used to hear weird screams oh, just sweet. all of a sudden. Hey, I'm not lying. <laughs> it's not a lie. Look, I had people working in there that was like, bruh, uh, at a certain time, I'm not going to be in here no more. 
Wow. I mean, during the cleanup in the right. demo. I believe that. Yep. Huh? So, I believe it. Yeah, they I've were, had they were, key members in our houses that we've gone into. They're like, no. No, it's, like, not, it's, it's not, not happening. happening. <laughs> no, it's over. And, you but, sure it wasn't just a spun sway of the house? No, because <laughs> oh, it could have it it been, right? Because now right. I will go in that house right. because they must have left. Whoever the, the, the people they're talking about right. left now. But there was y'all knocked down that a room. feeling. We locked down a lot of rooms. And we, we, we <laughs> did a lot of The mirrors out, the crystals. Like, I wasn't, Everything I didn't want to have, yeah. house. I can't. didn't want any, like, mm-hmm. reflective items yeah. left in the house. That's it's what I wanted out. That, sure. and, and it is true that energy can attach to items. Mm-hmm. That is 100% true. And there's, oh, wow. there's been, I've, seen documentaries and things like that like those ghost shows or whatever mm-hmm. but they say that like when you do shop in a state sale you can you are bringing home that energy mm, or right. because like let's say like you were that collector and you put you love that item you love mm-hmm. that collection mm-hmm. you did that for so many years like that is a part of yep. you you know that doesn't and where does that go right you know we that don't energy, know mm-hmm. we don't know so, where it goes so we it's can't I don't want to bring home no dolls then well, no. well the crazy <laughs> thing is so like I have a bunch of the dolls from the house not but they're not oh, old, old dolls I did one doll sale oh one doll sale, and that was my only doll sale. And I was, I fell down a flight of stairs at that doll sale. Yeah. It threw me down there. It threw me down there. He, he pushed oh you God. down. That Literally. Was, yeah, they threw he pushed you down. You know what doll that sale. was. I would never do one again. So and my boss knows dolls. that. No. My boss knows but that. They're not, no so they're dolls. not like the old 1800s or early 1900 dolls. They're like the Christmas collectible Barbies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. You got them in your house? Yeah. What? You're crazy. But Bar- <laughs> Barbie's, <laughs> Barbie's not honey, though. Yeah. Yeah, they too modern to be honey. It was nothing. Man, so I'm, I'm trying to tell you. So I'm big on energy. Right. And I would have, so I told you, I wouldn't go in that house. Right. At a, like, everybody had to be in there for me to go in there. Right. Like, for real. <laughs> like, uh, actually, I think we went in there, like, a couple of times mm-hmm. after they, like, two weeks after they cleaned it out. Okay. But after that, I wouldn't have went in that house. Yeah, I, mean, I don't feel like the house had bad energy though. Yeah. I don't feel I don't have bad energy in the she, house. Mm-hmm. I, so so I am gonna disagree with her. You know because you know she what? was hundred percent scared. Let me tell you though, she was scared as hell to go in that house. <laughs> Dead ass you right. weren't scared to go in the house? When? Shit. Um, uh, when when everybody was saying um when so everybody the whole town the people from down the street everybody from Taylor knows this house right they know the house oh they gonna talk about they've it been on this show. what they've gonna... been talking about yeah they, uh, it's a it's a group it's a Facebook group about the house <laughs> no, and you still brought it it's not about it, the house it, it came afterwards though it came no. after look, I'm gonna look it's it up it's the Down River Man. Friends group so they talk about the house inside that group because it's part mm-hmm. of the Down River community. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Well, let's get back. What scared me is the thirty thousand y'all threw away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's. We hundred percent did that. I know we did that. So how we does still got somebody? <laughs> no, that, yeah, we got them. them on sale. But though. I get it. Like you guys, right. you guys are the investors, right? Mm-hmm. So you're there to make money on this right. property, and you can't start making money unless it's ready for you to do what you got to do well, to do it. I I think if if investors know this part of it. I think I'll be willing to 100%. sit back because what? It, how long does it take you to prepare and run a, a state sale? It takes two days to prepare, one day really, if it's like a decent mm-hmm. regular house. It takes one day, right. up to four staff, 
one day, set it up, price it, get it advertised the same day. Right. And then you run the estate sale for about three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah, we so, have time for that. Yeah. 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 So, so John, John Doe wants to sell grandma's house. Mm-hmm. I come over, I look at it. I say, fine, we buy it, we close. I send you photos, FaceTime you. Hey, look at this stuff. Is it worth mm-hmm. anything? Mm-hmm. You say yes. Give you a week. Mm-hmm. You make an extra six grand, mm-hmm. seven grand. Minimum. I can wait on that she because my guys still got to get ready. They got to pull permits mm-hmm. and all that other stuff mm-hmm. they got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they can throw that out of the nut. <laughs> <laughs> say pull permit. Maybe maybe while you prepping, they do a little bit of exterior tuck pointing or something like that. No, we did pull permits on everything we had to. Yeah, yeah and then you get this state sale. I'll make a little bit of money. Then my guys got to go ahead. Yeah. Everything else uh, is trash. And you got trash. a clear house. Now. So yeah. if we would have uh, no no lie. So if Janita would have known her uh, a time. year ago, yeah, yeah she would have. Uh, she, she knows. Did you take anything? We got like a very. Do you, got, I gotta see these like old photos. Of we them. we, got, we yeah. have a we have a few no, things left. No, I gave the photo to, to back to the family. No, like if you took photos on your phone or something. Oh yeah, of, like, yeah. yeah. I would. I'd like to just know. I'm bad on that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it was a lot of stuff down. It was. Every you, mm-hmm. anything you can name in the world was in that house. Yeah. They lived in there for, <laughs> forever, right? Yeah. yeah. They this house came from this was a real eighteen hundred. So this is a house that they it, it started off as a small house, right? Then they added on, then they mm-hmm. added on, then they added on. <laughs> it's a whole bunch. Of, look, look, for real. Yeah. So they've been there forever. This is a real and this it is was family built house. in like the yeah. early nineteen hundreds. It was all like eighteen. Farm. Yeah, like 18... that's like all farmland. Yeah. So right. that's when you like really know like that's old. old. They know There's the Inkster houses that are like that. Like right. they yes. used to be literally farmhouses. Right. Yep. That was actually one of the houses, the doll sale that I worked. Yeah. It was a farmhouse, and Henry Ford was used to come on the property and ride his horses actually, wow. and that was really cool. And that was. Also, the neighbors coming over and mm-hmm. talking about the house was mm-hmm. the same thing. They're like, yep. this house, though, yeah. it's got $3,000 in it. But... That's why Henry Ford built the car, because he was like, I ain't riding a horse. There's no more over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby. So this is what I, I listen to. So I knew these people. So at Home Depot, I, I knew. I've been doing, that's why, down uh, river for a long time. So right. they are from down there. Right. And when they, they was like, you doing that house? That's what scared me. Because at right. first I didn't know anybody. I, just, I thought it was nasty. This was a nasty house. Right. But when I was going to Home Depot to get the material, bags and stuff to demo it, and the people that I know and trust yeah. were like, uh, yeah, be careful in there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is what happened there and uh, all these different things. That's when she got scared, too. Cause I, yeah. So I didn't want to tell her because this was her house. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, but so I, what happened there? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm, saying. I'm curious. What is it? Well, we can't. You can't. You saw it's too late. No, well, we're gonna have to bring. You know what? <laughs> I, dang, I wish. So, I, remember, I told you I'm horrible at doing before and after photos. This right. is one that we really should have done the before and after because it's a different. It's a whole transformation. Yeah, well, right. it's a totally different house. You know what I mean? You do. Yeah. You got yeah, some before? Absolutely. We'll we'll All post them. them. We'll post <laughs> them on the channel. We're gonna, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We're gonna let the people judge. Yeah. We're gonna do. We're gonna bring some people from. Now, y'all gonna be respect. Y'all gonna respect my house because that's one of the things I do. Like I've been in there by myself, something mm-hmm. that no one else can attest to, and I respect the property. Mm-hmm. I respect whatever was there before me. 
Yeah. And I asked for peace in the property. But there may be bones <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah, they I probably... do it doesn't matter what house I'm in for my estate sales. I do the same thing. I do exactly what you do. I yeah. stand in it for a minute. I'm here to respect it, the right. belongings, whether someone passed away or they didn't. But it is a respect thing, mm, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And there is energy involved with that. And you are talking about somebody's lifelong possessions, right. whether they're deceased, whether they have a shit ton of dust at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It is right. respect. And I do believe that that karma comes back to you. A hundred percent. And so anyone who who steals at our estate sales and shops at our estate sales, I'm just like, it's not, you don't have to worry about getting caught. It's the oh, karma yeah. that's karma. coming back you to you for that. stealing something from a <laughs> dead person. Yeah. <laughs> not oh, good. So I do the same thing as a, as a contractor. So right. when I'm in a house, yeah. so so when I'm in a house, I need I need to be in the house too. So Janita talks about she was in the house. Right. So Janita came to me and asked for certain things to happen in that house. Right. And for me to know that I can do those things, yeah, I have Go I have to go in the house, and I have to I have to sit in the house a couple a couple times. Yeah, right. I have to sit in there and and say, all right. I had to I have to have a vision too. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Don't lie. Right. Because I had to go in there with like I, I can't have nobody in there talking to me. Right. I can't. It can't be dirty. Mm-hmm. I can't have I can't have any of those things. I have to be in there with a clear mind, paying attention to everything that's happening in there and. So I, I think we did a really good job of bringing her uh, with your idea of what you wanted for your house to life. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that. You know what I mean? Well, I ain't Absolutely. never been in a house, but from listening to y'all, it sounded like <laughs> y'all both went there by y'all. Yeah. Yes. And somebody was talking to y'all. Nobody while talked y'all to was in there. But I was scared. Somebody was talking to her. I like, was scared. Knock this wall down. I was scared. I, I, I went in there with. I, I, I'm a licensed uh, CCW holder now, or CPL, whatever you call it. And uh, I did have that on me. He's going to shoot the ghost. Shoot the ghost. Right. The last of those holes hold in the wall are Yeah, right. exactly. No, so, but I did, yeah. Let me, let me, I want to go back to the estate sales because it's dark in that mm-hmm. parking lot. So, um, so for for items, what are some of the hottest items you're seeing now? Like everybody's like, oh, we got to have this. Is it? Like we mentioned vinyl or Yeah, vinyl, it... vintage clothes for okay. sure. Like from the sixties, seventies, eighties clothes for sure. Okay. Um, you name it, corduroy. Doesn't mm. even matter. Wow. <laughs> yeah, literally any right. of those. Um uh yeah, those are really the hottest ticket items right now. Um this not as fun, but books really. Mm. Books are a great sell. I love books. Right. I really do. And when you come across a really good collection of books and some right. people do like they have I'm like amazed by when people have like libraries in mm-hmm. their house. I'm like, I right. want this. I just want a whole wall full of books. Like it's right. so cool. Um so those are really hot commodities that that we sell for sure. So they had like a in the basement. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm they, really curious about the no. encyclopedia set they, that you uh, said what? was in there because I can't see all the money. It's in the trash. I'm pretty sure it's in the trash. Yeah. Um, oh encyclopedia. So hold on. They had a they had a bathroom. Mom, I had all of them at yeah. one point. They had a they had a bathroom in the basement. Somebody mm-hmm. lived in that basement. 
Right. So somebody lived in the basement and they was uh, marking on the walls. No, mm. no, like, how many days they were locked down? I don't, I, they was marking I something. Was, when he get finished, I'll tell you what it was. Okay, go ahead. Go so ahead. the grandfather was a fruit farmer. So if you go on, on in the back, it's like two acres of land mm-hmm. and different trees. And like I didn't understand. My dad took me back there and he's like, "Oh, that's a cherry tree." And all that. So I'm like, "Dang, got all these fruit trees." Yeah. So then I'm talking to the the daughter who's like 80 now, who sold me the house. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, my dad used to um, be a fruit farmer. So, you know, he preserved the fruit in jars and he put it in the basement. And so he had to date. That's what he took records of, you know, the date. Yeah, the canning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. No labels. No. No, no, I said right. I understand that. No, no, I don't think it was murders. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I hear you though. That's a that's, that's a, a great theory. Fruit. That's a great right. theory. That's yeah. A, uh, I mean, my the, she wasn't theory. over there talking with me and my dad when he was showing me all of the fruit that's actually growing on the I property. Believe, mm-hmm. It's a big uh, it's a it's a big property, so I believe it. I mean, I mean, I hear that, but that's not what that's not what. It was and then they and then they were right. using the basement for storage. So anyway, back we no, they were digress. using the basement for somebody's <laughs> thing. Somebody stayed in that basement. So there's a bathroom down, a toilet, and then there's a sink. That was just a teenage son. Let's just let's just say that. <laughs> yes, teenager. You know, teenagers want their yeah. privacy. Um, it's gonna be my little workout. It's safe. a Michigan basement. Um, yeah, yeah, she ain't gonna go down there. She ever. gonna be running. And we did a good. We did a good job restoring right. that basement. Yeah. They got this is an old basement with the like they built this by hand. <laughs> Right, like no, no lie. Like this is not a. Uh, this is like uh, the old Michigan basement. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. It, this is cobblestone. It's not yeah. bricks. Wow, well, brick yeah. and stone. Well, on the, yeah, but on the. Sometimes you can't even get into those basements. Correct. We've had basements like that at our sales, and we had to take the stuff out because the stairs are just so steep. Short, yeah. It's right. like you got yes. four stairs, and you're just like in a cellar yes. or in a dungeon. Yeah. That's yeah. where we are. But yeah. this is not. So I've seen a lot of bad Michigan basements, and this is not that. It is a smaller basement with a lower ceiling, but you can yeah. Chuck can stand straight up in there. I can. Mm-hmm. And um, I uh, know I'm part of it. And they they did a good job of like keeping it up. So like you know okay. they had the floor tile. Because somebody stayed down there. Maybe they did. <laughs> right. a lot, I mean, I lived in my great grandmother's basement for the first part of my life. I agree. But um, so we were. <laughs> what's, what what is some one of the biggest items that you've sold or like most? Are we saying most expensive? Most expensive. Right. Most it could be small. Expensive. Um. Well, I'll talk about one item right now that um, I'm selling. So I'm selling this really awesome jukebox. It's a Wurlitz, oh, Wurlitzer, I want to say, jukebox. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's from the 1950s, if I'm not mistaken. It has been restored. Um, so that's at my sale this weekend, and I've had so much traction on it. And I've had so many people from out of state calling our office, wanting to get information on it. So I've been blasting out photos and texts and everything. How much does something like that cost? Um, I have a twenty five thousand dollar price tag on it. Okay. So is it still op- Does it still work? It it does light up. There's okay. parts of it that does light up, but it does right. needs. There's something to it that needs to be repaired a little bit on I it. But if it, it you was, gotta look on the back of it and see if the font signed it. Something like that is really cool. And then one of the furniture pieces that I have is is fifty five thousand dollars. It's like a high chest. It's 
it's, it looks like a piece that's out of Beauty and the Beast, like mm, the chest, wow. the, that's like, like the wardrobe that comes yes. alive, you know, mm, like the right. huge, it's, I mean, it's, it's like eight, nine feet tall. It's <laughs> right. amazing. So that piece is really cool. Um, we've had like coin collections mm. before. We've had stamp collections from all over the world. Oh, jewelry. Jewelry, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's, um, I've come across some really beautiful Victorian jewelry from the 1800s. Right. Um, and I guess jewelry was really big. When people passed away, um, women would dress all in black. So mm -hmm. when their husbands passed away, they would just be mourning for the rest of their lives. Wow. And they had mourning jewelry, too to match their morning clothes and wear all black and whatnot. So these are, there's some very delicate, beautiful pieces of jewelry that I found um, that are part of that. So just things like that, they're really cool. There's, you can find sterling silver and gold at these sales. There's a right. lot of scrappers that come and they look for it. Um, you know, so you never know about that, but I've sold a couple of Rolexes before. So that oh, was that's fun. what I was going to ask you, like, <laughs> has there been any like yeah. super like cool, like nineties designer, like, as far as gear, like damage or you like urban though, you know what I mean? Like yeah. anything that's been preserved that somebody might find valuable, like big Cartier or uh, Gucci. Or right. Like. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> come across. Yeah. No, but we yeah we've come across all that. Um, there was like a really cool um, Oprah Winfrey. Um, uh, what's it called? Jersey jacket or whatnot. Mm -hmm. From one of her first shows mm -hmm. ever. And some with like shoulder pads. Yeah, the shoulder pads. It was black. It had the purple on it. It was like straight out of the eighties. It was so cool. It's from one of her show like one of her first shows mm -hmm. that a grandma had because she went to the first show and I wow. thought that was oh, really wow. cool. Yeah. So how do you keep the items secure? Is it like um and do you guys have, like, some insurance or something like that? Yeah, so the company that I'm with, they do have an insurance policy for okay. sure. But um, we have security cameras in okay. the house. And then we train our employees, obviously, on what to look out for, how to handle it. But right. my team is, we're always engaged. Okay. We're not, there's no sitting on the job. Like, we are, when a customer walks through the sale like they're greeted. Mm -hmm. They know what the discount is. They knew they know what company they're they're at. They know right. who's the manager. They're if they have their hands full, we're there saying, "Hey, can we go hold this for you at cash out?" Like there right. shouldn't be an opportunity really for someone to okay. be pickpocketing or anything like that because that's what the staff is there for to help right. those people while they're shopping. And that's why we do offer a good, it's like going to Macy's, honestly, mm, like right. some, some people do estate sales just for a hobby, like two older women who just do this on the side to make some money and sell some things. But, right. um, I take it as a career. It's a, right. it's a professional thing for me. I really do enjoy it. I like shopping for people. Like it's almost like a personal shopping mm. experience. Um, I really like furnishing people's houses. I right. think that's really fun when people come into the Birmingham sales or the big sales. Or um, a week ago, I had a sale that was all mid-century modern furniture, and it was out in Oxford. Um, and there's two swamps on the property. We were, like, in the boonies. Wow. And it was a beautiful mid-century house that this couple designed themselves and furnished their entire house that way and they had no furniture that was just original furniture it was really really cool just like if you were in the, in the set of the mad mad men and whatnot mm. so um 
those are some really awesome pieces. And then to like get to talking to people about right. pieces and what does that interior design look like? What does your house look like? What do you collect? You know, just all conversational pieces. Um, so that's fun. Not every state feels like that, but it is fun. It's, so that sounds like how you start thinking about going into the staging. Staging, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it, and it really has because I've learned so much from people that collect these things, and then I'm selling them these things. So mm. I'm, I'm also doing my own research mm. about it. And then after a while, I'm just like, oh, this is fun. Like, I get to make a house look pretty again or declutter it or whatever it may be or put a different spin on it. So, um, yeah, I really do like that. And that it is something that I am thinking about, you know. Something that we're thinking about. Yeah. We're thinking about. (laughs) Absolutely. So explain. explain. We need a warehouse first. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel like that's first stop, though, honestly. I could fill up a warehouse in no time. That's what I'm right. saying. No time. <laughs> like, it, it, it's gonna, it, it'll be so easy. The one thing that I told Marie, though, is, and I would like you guys' opinion. Mm-hmm. So, I, for several years, really believed that staging was, like, the way to go. But more recently, we've kind of moved into an area where we don't really need a whole lot of staging mm-hmm. you, right now. You do. So, on average, staging does increase help increase the sale price. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you have these homes like the home that you're remodeling or renovating, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have vision. Like me, yeah. when I walk into a certain home that's designed a certain way, I don't know where I'm going to put my furniture, right? But when it's already staged, mm-hmm. you can walk in and be like, oh, you can vision it, right? Yep. The, the issue we're running into that you're probably seeing is before you can get it staged, it's sold, sold right? Yep. So... I used to, on some of my flips, I used to include that in the budget. Mm. So on the bigger homes, I would stage maybe like the first floor. Mm. The bedrooms are kind of easy, but when you have the living room, dining room, family room, and it's kind of got a a weird like layout, Mm. it's kind of hard to vision. Yeah, Mm. you got to stage it. But if you're you're a savvy buyer, you know when they staging, you you got a crazy ass house. Right, you right. gotta, you gotta, uh, cause that's when you're staging. Because if you're, that, that's what I try to stay away from those. Well, not really. It depends. Some, <laughs> no, sometimes, <laughs> no. What I'm, what I'm saying is that uh, when people are staging, so if you got a standard, uh, when I do my flips or mm-hmm. my, you know, our our I'm flips, about to say when you do what, right? <laughs> our flips, uh, I always keep uh, families and women in mind. Right, right. When when I'm doing the flips, so it's like, all right, where, how are they gonna do everything? Right. We stage one house. Right. Right. One house, and it's it was because it was a we house. We staged two houses, Artesia and Memorial. We did two houses, <laughs> and they were both weird houses. Right. Down we the like, Memorial was the, not weird. Well, no, like the layout. The layout. The yeah. layout was yeah. like it was like all right. What is this room? Yeah, Memorial was not. Memorial was a very traditional colonial walk-in, mm-hmm. entry, stairs, living room, dining room, kitchen. Yeah, right. came right after Artesian. Right. So we was bought into the Kool Aid. So Artesian was a weird ass house. When we came into Artesian, the refrigerator was in the hallway. <laughs> right. No lie. Am I lying? No. The refrigerator was literally, when you came in the back, in the side door, the garage, I mean, the uh, driveway door, the refrigerator was, when you came up the stairs, it was a refrigerator. It was right there, yeah. So we had to remodel that house. 
And then even when we remodeled it, it still the kitchen was awkward as hell. Everything right. was in there was awkward. It was a crazy house. So we we staged that and it sold fast. That's the yeah, house but that, that's, you remember that yeah, house I remember that, when we had the mixer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but mm-hmm. see, sometimes that's what staging a house does. It it, does. it gives people the vision For already. Sure. But it also makes it feel warm and like a home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like my house in San Juan, yep. it, it's so big and open, it doesn't feel like home yet. The, right? the one I saw? Yeah. No, you don't but, need to stage that one, though. Well, I'm just, if I stage it, I guarantee you it'll have a different feel when you walk yeah, in. I, so, for, but, but when somebody walks into, so I'm talking about, so when they walked into this house, mm-hmm. you was going to have to figure out what you were doing with certain rooms. Right. Mm-hmm. When you walk into San Juan, I know where everything is. I know this is yeah the, because when I walk it's in, so big. Living room, right? Dining room, kitchen, den or right. library, whatever you want to call it. Right. Then you go upstairs. You got your bedrooms. But and your I bathrooms. still think staging will help that home because it's so big and open. It just feels like open air when you walk yeah. gotcha. in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you have some furniture in there, it'll yeah. feel more warm. Yeah, you need mm. to section it off a little bit. Yeah. Get, get a flow of the mm-hmm. house. That's yeah. also really important mm-hmm. to right. know because. It can be all of a sudden they're like, yeah, what is this? Right. This is too much. Or mm-hmm. or my stuff doesn't mm-hmm. fit in here. And then right. their mind just kind of starts wandering. So. Right. Mm-hmm. I just think staging helps, period. It does. But sometimes you just don't have the time sometimes to stage your person. It's 100% it. helpful. So, right. So I, I never staged the house until Artesian. So that was 2000. And right. That was our first flip. So what happened was I was staging houses before I met Shaka. Right. And I thought that it did change the scenario tremendously when people came in, specifically for the reason that he's pointing out. So, like, one of the first houses I staged was one out in Wyandotte. It was a very large, old 1920s house. And it had a little tiny living room and, like, this little tiny dining room and this Mm -hmm. massive, long kitchen and, like, a addition of a family room and I knew when people came in they were going to be like oh I'm not going to be able to put living room furniture in here Mm -hmm. oh I'm not going to be able to put a table in here and so I put the furniture in there so that they wouldn't have those excuses Mm -hmm. it took those um, excuses away right Mm -hmm. Right. no lie the first house we so Artesian was uh, it was but at uh, Memorial the person that bought our house during the pandemic, sight right. unseen, right? <laughs> they wanted their furniture. They was like, "How yeah. much for the furniture?" And that's the other thing, yeah. right? That's been happening now. Yeah. Um, that I've been told is that people are buying these houses with the furniture in it right. because yeah. furniture is back ordered. Yeah. It yeah. is months and months yeah. and months right now, and that's right. also comes into demand right. is that you can't get furniture, so why right. not go get it used? But this, get a couple so, of dings in it, get a little pen, sharpie yeah. this, sharpie that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> for real, right? But then. I see that. I get though. that. I literally have a stack of furniture pens on deck all the time right. because someone will see it and they'll be like, "Oh, it has a scratch." You know, I want a hundred bucks off. I'm like, oh, there, "What scratch are you talking <laughs> right. about?" No, no scratch. We just did that. We, <laughs> do, that all the time. we do that and, uh, all the time in our yeah. cabinets. On our cabinets, right? So, yeah. talking about um, buying a house with the furniture in it. So, how do you coordinate with the agents? Let's say the house is going up for sale, or it is for sale. Mm-hmm. And you're doing your estate sale. Do you work with the agents and the seller? Yeah, every that? house is different, but I definitely right. have done that. Um, okay. I also, this is the best of both worlds, the best case scenario, like it happened in this Birmingham house, right. is where I invited the new owners to right. the sale before the sale started. Mm, okay. And I was like, you guys have full range. Mm-hmm. What right. do you want? You know what I mean? And they purchased items with me. Right. And they spent $9,000 and they haven't even 
walked but, into the door but, yet, yeah. and it's not even their house yet, mm-hmm. you know? So in a perfect world, that'd be great if right. we could sell those pieces to the new owners. Um, but contractually, sometimes that's difficult right. because, you know, I have to do what the clients are saying, what the realtor is saying, what the previous clients are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of parties involved sometimes, and you're just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. what am I allowed to do? But then we also have a contract mm-hmm. right. where the second that you sign a piece of paper... That, and we're in there doing our setup. We we don't own those items, but we have the rights to all those yeah, items. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. So you know we're there to make money, and we're pricing it, and we're do, we're putting our time and effort into it. Right. So if those items are all of a sudden pulled from the sale, that can make or break a sale. Right. And that's happened to me before. And unfortunately, we have to sometimes we have to to charge the clients that. And because it's like, well, we advertise this piece, we price this piece, people right. are depending on this piece. Now, all of a sudden, we don't have this $5,000 piece. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah, that yeah. that kind of is, is a situation, too, that I have to delegate sometimes. But mm. in a perfect world, you get the new owners in before pre-sale, and you say, right. what do you want? The house is yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shop through so, us. Right. And before we um, head out, I want to talk a little bit about your buying situation right now. Yeah. <laughs> Love to. Is there any coincidence that you're buying a vintage house? <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, compared to the Yorkshire house, um, I did listen to the podcast, couple podcasts before. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Specifically. Um, the, I think it was like, what, two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken? I, I think I pointed out that they were... Um, I was proud of them because they were going to have some pretty good equity in the the current the contract that we had at the time. At the time, yeah. But since then, that contract has fallen through and they're under this contract for a new, a new house. This your from a couple weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the one we was talking about? I, know. I don't know. I never, I never know. Is this the buyer? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Okay. All right. So, you hold on. So, wait, you know uh, how many arguments you start? No. I've heard. Which buyer is this? Buyer is this? When um, we were talking about the equity in the East English Village home. Yeah. Oh. And you was like, yeah, they may have overpaid. And we were oh. like, no, not the, really, because it has some equity in it. Yeah, so we, with that house particularly, um, we got the buyer down to what we were comfortable with. Sorry, we got right. the seller down to what we were comfortable with. Right. Because we, I knew that there was going to be $30,000 worth of stuff that had to happen the first part was mold had to be remediated Mm -hmm. before anything Mm -hmm. and this poor lady's dog is like dying she's like my dog Mm -hmm. is sick i was like yeah well there's (laughs) like mold from floor to ceiling right so you're a buyer though i am the buyer yeah yeah i'm sorry no but i learned a lot i really did learn a lot from your conversation and um even just like throwing words out there like equity and Mm -hmm. but also like my question was like okay we're kind of in a market right now where you have no choice but to overbid. I literally have no choice. But it's not overbidding. Okay, we, you so did say did, that. You did, did, yes. Right. You did say this, is that, like, what you're paying for is what you're bringing to the, to the down right. payment. So, I did right. hear you Justin, when you Just talk that. about this. Yeah. yeah, because but, it's yeah. a long-term play, yes. and that's what yeah. I said. You're not overbidding, so it's not a bad deal. So well, we're not even that. doing that deal anymore. We're not doing so, that deal oh, anymore. Oh, you're doing that deal? No. <laughs> but we're in the same situation, it, yep. though. Right. It is. I, I had to I bid 15000 over asking right. price to outbid the other bidders. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I will say I did 
win that house by adopting the stray cat that comes with it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she had me write into the contract that she would take full responsibility for the cat living in the yard. Are you? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You want a cat? Yeah, I mean, like, she's like a sweet little old lady, and she like she wants her cat. Yeah, you, you know, one cat, one cat. No, so Marie's like I'd the most like, empathetic mm-hmm. person I've ever met in my life. No, but that's a real thing. I'm gonna say something. Right, the first, my first house that I bought that I lived in. Right, we wrote a letter to the seller about you know our family and what we're gonna do with the house right and that's what got us the bit yeah. that's what got us the house yeah yeah that's a it's real the thing yeah, yeah absolutely that's what happened yeah. i mean it, it, but not i don't like it but she didn't, no. she, well, no, people she didn't still do it from a standpoint of i'm about to write this long sob story about why you should accept my offer she just you know it was real yeah, yeah it was real she you know it was just like you know these are the terms this is what i would like to have and by the way i will Take that your catch cat. you're worried about I'll take responsibility oh, for right. it. Right. Deal. Uh, so deal you just, breaker. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just took Water some over. some responsibility off her hands. Yeah. So she and don't have to worry that, about uh, the cat. cat from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I don't hey. think I can take that cat out of the hood, but like yeah. you know, we'll, that we'll cat try. gonna be in this state so, sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, my brother-in-law bought a. Uh, I mean, he he he. Uh, bruh, he took a pit bull <laughs> from the hood. Interval, I mean, Wyoming and, uh... Schoolcraft, basically. Yeah. Interval. Wyoming is, is Schoolcraft. That's their pet right now. Wow. And it, that pet, uh, they got a newborn, uh, new son. He's, uh... He's not that new no more. I mean, I mean, <laughs> he, was, he, he didn't exist when the dog came. Right. He didn't, he right. was in the belly. But now this dog came up with the, with the, with the son. Right. For real, I was man. I wouldn't even go next to that dog. This this is a pit bull, right. real pit bull. So <laughs> don't I don't be pit bull shaming. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pet, pet, pit bull shaming. But you right. said they are strong. This was a dog that came from around the hood. He came. Yeah. Around. He was like, please save me. And they right. saved him. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But they, but no, this is a real thing. Like no, no lie, that he. Uh, I wouldn't. Even, my kids can't even go to his house without. The, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, so, because it's a pit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. I don't know where he came from. I don't know his family. Right. I don't know his bloodline. I don't know enough information about the dog. Right. But the dog is uh, very protective of the son right. and the family. And that's great. But, but not, not my for, kids. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. So the current house is, you know, still the same thing. It's an older house. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that's interesting about Marie is that she's a young person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And typically, when you meet young people, they don't uh, want to buy like fixer uppers mm, or vintage right. properties, or because this house is not necessarily um, it's very well taken care of. Yeah. Um, but it is what you would consider more vintage, probably it's just outdated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very right. outdated. Right. Yeah. And so she's gonna have to go in there and do some updates. Right. But she's probably um, the type of person that will go in and keep the character what of area? the house. What area? East English. English. Oh, yeah. okay. I, don't, I don't even know where the hell that is. Huh? Yeah, he said. He said, "I don't know where it is." I don't. But you gonna keep this the same vintage feel and the feel to it. When I first met Janina and we talked about buying a house, I was like, "I have to have character." I don't. I. I'm not into the houses that are just vinyl siding and they all look the same in the cookie cutter in the same house as the next door neighbor's Mm -hmm. house. Like Mm -hmm. I just don't like that. I like Mm -hmm. variation. I like character. Um, so that's why mainly I also chose East English was mm-hmm. because of that. The, right. the character that and the history. That's a Detroit thing. It's yeah. a Detroit thing. Of the yeah. area. There's 
And she didn't want the flip properties either. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. somebody they, else they, they, they did, did it so for they, didn't, yeah. they didn't restore it. They uh, just they put floating yeah. walls and yeah. stick and peel yeah. and things yeah. like that. Where yeah. I read, you know, where but it's English. Off of like it's Mac, Ni- it's between Mac, Mac and Warren off of yeah. 94. Like Cash, oh, so, so we're doing Mac, Mac, and Warren. Yeah, it's borderline um, gross point. Mm, okay. But yeah, Mac and Warren, um, right? I mean, never looked That's what I was. Yeah, like, do, do you remember where the two units, with Tamiko's um, two oh, yeah, unit was? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the same area, right oh, there. Okay. Yeah. He was in East English. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. That's a, I like the area. So yeah. Detroit has like. So I always say this: Detroit has the best houses. They do. Yeah, by far. Like that. Like you, if you like, you take those houses and you put them anywhere in another area, they're worth uh, a whole lot more, right? Right. But they're in Detroit. But in certain pockets, like y'all saying, there's uh, great. But in a. I think several years it won't be pockets anymore. I agree. Detroit is an yeah. investment right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's, it's a it's a real it's a real thing. Like uh, they're really investing into the city. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. like the schools, uh, everything. You know yeah. What I mean? No, it's true. And when we went to go look at the houses, we talked to the neighbors, and the neighbors came out, and they were like. And we don't, are you guys renting? Are you buying? Right. And we're like, no, we're buying. And then, and it was a whole different conversation, mm-hmm. like right off the yeah, bat, yeah, you know? And it's, and it's, it is. I want to take care of the house. Mm-hmm. I want to make it what I know it can be and, and live there for a couple, you know, for whatever. I want to raise a from? family there. Dearborn. Oh, okay. I was raised in Dearborn. Um, I was born in New York. I have family in New York and whatnot, but mm. I was raised in Dearborn, but my mom is from Detroit. My whole family is from Detroit. Okay, um, okay. You know, they they she went to school during the riots and things mm. like that. So there is. But like, the lady who you're buying a house from, how long has she been there? She's been there for thirty years. She's been mm. there thirty years, yeah. and she. You said you guys connected because you're both German. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. she's a little she's German a little lady. German lady. She has no kids. Mm. She has no partner. Wow. <laughs> she's just lived in this by house herself. by herself wow. in East English Village. No alarm system. Like <laughs> I asked short, her. Right. She's, short. she's so short. Yeah, she's yeah. so tiny. Yeah, my German, my <laughs> she has two kitchens, one on the main floor, one in the basement, both still functioning. They are three bed three wow. bathrooms, one on each floor. And that was bathrooms. one of the conversations that Maria and I had was okay, in terms of future equity and value mm. in this area yeah, where are you it. going you to find three bathrooms one of them being a full mm. master's right yeah. things i'm about to right. do to that master's who's doing it yeah, no, that's that's a, yeah I'm, right. we're about to connect right. but like no, even yeah. the attic part she has floorboards in the attic already and drywall so oh. i'm about to knock oh, down yeah, a wall so they need a studio about, it's it's actually going to be a walk-in closet. Oh, <laughs> oh. Look, she keep on messing with me. I keep on... Look, so um, her significant other is a DJ. Oh, okay. And so he needs a studio. So mm-hmm. every time I'm out with them looking, I'm like, okay, where's the studio? The and Maria's like, I want to kick house, you. Mm-hmm. Right. Always. I'm like, no, that's a master. Sound Yeah, right. no. He's yeah, like, no, that's a studio. And I was like, what about the basement? He goes, I got $20,000 worth of equipment. I'm not putting, putting that in the basement. basement. I'm like, all right, I get it. I get it. The other thing... But you can waterproof the basement. Yeah, but I'm saying it's going to cost more 
But what he's saying, right. he don't uh, even want to uh, touch it. Because you can still have leaks in your pipes or something, mm-hmm. destroy your equipment. And he keep it ain't looking worth all, it. And that's True. one of the things he's looking for. So, too. If anything yeah. happened to his vinyl collection, right. I would be on the curb. <laughs> like, literally. Right. Yeah. He would sell the house. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Right. Over. So, okay. yeah. He want to buy some yeah. vinyl, I guess so. Listen. <laughs> so, Maybe after the sale goes through in the house. Yeah. I need his money to stay where it's at. But yes, he would love to. Yeah. Buy or don't. So this is another thing. I have to grab Marie by like the arm and be like, "Come on, sweetheart. Right. <laughs> We're gonna um, talking and building and loving on the other side of the transaction while mm-hmm. it's happening." Right. I'm like, "Hey, we have to close this transaction. <laughs> you have to watch what it is that you're saying." Right. Um. Maybe after after we close. Oh, to the seller. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could yeah. be sellers like what. I mean, like, just, so, I know one of the things, Marie's, like, super worried about what's happening with this young lady. I and was worried about the other lady, too. Yeah, she, lady? she's worried about go? any, like, she oh, okay. she's worried yeah. about mm-hmm. any, so. Her, she had a bigger wife. Yeah, like, if she's yeah. talking to the person, the person may be telling her something, but she has somebody representing her. The older lady. The older, yeah. yeah. So, like, if it were your client or Reggie's mm-hmm. client, and let's say it's your seller. Right. Um, you've already cons- consulted that person. Mm-hmm. You've already did figure out what she's doing. Figure those things mm-hmm. out, and now she that individual is coming, mm-hmm. telling the new owner so something. So the two buyer and seller is talking, and yeah. disclosing too much information exactly. that may interfere <laughs> with the sale. Yeah, I mean she was, she's so sweet, right? And I and after a while, and Donovan was there with me. Uh-huh. He didn't ring me in. I will say he could have been like ring. He's like, why don't you like step over here? But right. um, no, but she was so sweet. But like, I mean, she was telling me information like roof leaks or something. Right. You know, things that you would Think like that to might know. Is that under, not under disclosures? That's not under the disclosures. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, honestly, so she does a really good job of reading her paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she went in with reading all of her disclosures, mm-hmm. getting her inspections, mm-hmm. all of them, mode, mm-hmm. radon, right. everything. She paid for extra. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, talking to the seller, finding right. out all of the things that you might not see or something. Well, that's that's good. Like that's her. good. That's good. That's it's just who I, you yeah. know, I, I'm a data person, right? right. So I got to have the facts. And mm-hmm. this is, I'm a first time home buyer. Mm-hmm. So right. this is a big deal to me, you know? Right. So I, and I wasn't prepared. I was always told that the seller isn't supposed to be there. And mm-hmm. this is the second circumstance where the She's seller there. was always mm-hmm. there. And the first time it wasn't that great. She, she bad energy bad energy right. she didn't want to sell her home i wasn't a, and i was telling janine i was like i don't want to anyone to feel like i'm pushing them out mm-hmm. of their house i said right. yeah they're selling but i'm not trying to be part of that gentrification Period. where it's right. disrespectful right you know so good for you so you you want good you want good karma but yeah this sweet old lady you know she just doesn't she was telling me she doesn't have a place to go and right. then all of a sudden she's talking about January and February and I'm like I thought we had 30 days right. <laughs> like yeah, 30 days free is what yeah. I gave you yeah. you know mm-hmm. so, so you want to be I there think, by Christmas I yeah. think it depends on the buyer so like I have buyers and sellers that get along very well mm-hmm. where the seller called me and be like oh yeah we had dinner with the buyers yeah. last night what because they they were walking the neighborhood <laughs> and I'm like what the what? hell you know but I, I let people, however their relationship builds naturally, I don't try to interfere yeah. with mm. that. 
But I, whoever I'm representing in a transaction, I tell them what not to say. Mm-hmm. Because I don't never want you to be at a disadvantage, mm-hmm. right? Because you disclose something you should yeah. not mm-hmm. have. But sometimes people just like each other. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And that's hey, what I was telling Marie. I just said, I think I said, hey, I can't tell you what to do. But I just said, you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some sellers, I've actually had sellers that say, we're looking at 17 offers and they keep asking me, well, which one is that? Which one is that? I'm like, I don't know none of these people. They're represented mm-hmm. by buyers, mm-hmm. agents. I wasn't there. They say, which one was that? And then they'll say, well, was their agent named such and such? Right. And I'll say, mm-hmm. yeah. And they say, oh, I like that That's couple. Let's with. go with their yeah. offer. Mm-hmm. Even though it's five thousand dollars less, I just like their kids. And so listen, we want a family to have yeah. it. So sometimes it works. It happens that way. So right. uh, I had a family member a long time ago when I met Johnita. Right. Selling a house on a uh, what was that? Oak Park. No, no, no. Over in uh, in Detroit, the one my aunt was over. Oh, Warrington. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Warrington. <laughs> And uh, what was what area is that? UAD. University. Yeah. Oh, University. Yep. And uh, I didn't want to tell my aunt. So it was my uncle. Right. And I know that whatever I wanted to buy it for, I could get it. Right. Because it's my family. But I didn't want it that way. So uh, we put it in a silent bid through somebody else. Right. That's not ego. <laughs> as, as, I mean, so you got to understand family. You know what I right. mean? Uh, and I'll explain further later. No, nah, I mean, you might be right. I understand. 100% right. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, so we didn't get it, though. Right. And then it went through somebody else and my aunt, like another couple, right. was flipping it. Right. Same as I was. Right. They were less than us. We, we had a higher bid. Right. But she, they were, she liked them for whatever reason. Yep. And, um... Uh, so later on, she found out it was my because her son told her it was me that was mm-hmm. making the offer. Right. And she was like, oh, why didn't you tell me? Right. And it's because I wanted you to authentically. You wanted accept, her to accept the offer that whatever was, you she wanted. was comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That she was, she was going to choose the offer without any prejudice or Correct. anything. Just the best offer Period. that she felt was But I made the best offer. Right. Financially by far. Right, but I didn't want her to pick it because I was her nephew. Right, and, and we lost. Even and and that, if I'm if my mind serves me correctly, that transaction was a headache. For it them. was, yeah. but then, and ours was simple. You yeah. know, we cash, and uh, it's easy. We know what's going on in there. Um, we knew everything, right? But uh, I just didn't want to push it. I wanted her to accept the offer that she wanted, so right. it didn't work out for us, and we went to the next deal. See, I'm opposite. I would have mm-hmm. said, here's my offer, <laughs> but I'll let you put it out in the general public yep. on the market. Mm-hmm. If you find something better, it's, you I had, know, I'm I had not inside information, though. So she was coming to me to consult me about the other offers. Right. Because, you know, you know what I mean? I'm the nephew. So she, she was coming to consult me. She was, I knew everything that was on the table. So when right. I came in with my offer behind back door, right. it was better than everything she had on the table. But that was in her best interest it, to get the highest amount. A hundred percent. Right. But that's so financially a hundred percent. Right. But maybe not uh emotionally a hundred percent. Maybe you, you want to go with who you feel comfortable with. But she would have been did. able to do that either way, whether mm-hmm. she knew it was your offer 100%, or not. But, right. but maybe she didn't. That's why she didn't choose us. I agree with I I agree with what you're saying. Everybody said what you're saying. Right. But for me personally, it was like uh 
her son said it, Janita said it. Mm-hmm. They were like, just tell her it's our, it's our, it's our, it's our offer. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna let her pick the right. best offer that the offer she feels comfortable with. She she didn't care about money. She cared about what was most comfortable. She she picked the but people. She would have cared about you. Crazy. She would have cared about. <laughs> I haven't been over there. She would have cared about you more than somebody else 100%. that wasn't her family. Bias, so, well, not really bias. I mean, the whole purpose for us owning real estate is so that we can try to pass down something to our Agreed. family, right? Agreed. Sometimes you pass it down through inheritance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you sell it to your family member, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if you're still getting fair market value, why not give it to your family? I hear right? you. Do so, you have ever have that in the state sales where the family come in and screw everything up, mm-hmm. muck it up? <laughs> she said. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> right. All the time. You have... The neighbors, the cousin, the third cousins mm-hmm. coming in from out of town, mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah, that happens all the time, and it it is tough because it's like these are their items, right. but right. I'm representing the client, and I have to remember that at the end of the Correct. day, I'm here for whoever signed that contract. Right. That's who I represent, so I have to do what's right for them and what's best for them. And I'm paid to make them the most money and clear out. That actually could be a good um, thing too for people that are dealing with um, death and then having to sell those items. If you have a third party, now that family member is not necessarily like the bad guy because they have another representative. They got appraisals and you know all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it happens in probate because going through probate, they make you do an inventory checklist. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, most people don't put all the like silverware and everything Correct. on their inventory checklist because it's just time consuming or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it happens where they'll make you sell everything. Correct. Mm-hmm. And an estate sale is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Marie, Dang. thank you so much for coming. Where can we yeah. find you? Yeah, um, you can find me at Aaron's Estate Sales. Like I said, I'm employed there. You can reach out to me directly. My can I do my email? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's bellissimo.marie at gmail.com. B-E-L-L-I-S-S-I-M-O dot Marie at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and reach out to me that way. I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Um, I would love to have an estate sale for any of your clients. If you guys come right. across that, let me know. We, the next, we know better now. Let right. me know the next, you know, wishy-washy house that you come across. <laughs> you never know, you, you know, because one man's junk is another one, one's treasure. Correct. So right. you just never know. Yeah. Okay. But thank well, you so much. Great show, everybody. Thank you can y'all. find us on all of the podcast platforms. Right. <laughs> thank you. Love all it. Right. Have a good night. Right. 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 That was a good show. Yeah, that, that was, was good.